Hello and welcome to Turtle Tracks Podcast. This is your host, Brian Van Hooker, and I'm here with Paul Aller, uh, a prolific writer of a whole bunch of different Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff, including the, is it today concludes, uh, 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 Turtles versus Street Fighter? Uh, I think the last issue was that last Wednesday. Okay, so just concluded. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's a great series. I just caught up on it, and I really enjoyed that one. So well, nice you. work. Awesome. You know, I guess, you know, I guess starting on that one, if you don't mind. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one thing I'm curious when going into, like, how writers handle this, going into a uh, a crossover like that. Like, did you have certain boxes that you needed to check? Like, I got to see Leo versus Ryu, Shredder <laughs> versus Bison. Like, did you know, like, I need this moment to, to make it all work? Like, that I needed or that I, I, I was I was told needed to be done? By, <laughs> by, 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 by. Sure. It sounds like an sassy, but I'm honestly not sure which one you mean. Those are two different answers. No, no. Uh, well, no, that's that's funny, though. I mean, I, I hadn't really considered that, but there must be, like, like higher-ups demanding this 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 has at least got to happen. We got to see this yeah, fight, yeah. right? There, yeah, there was a lot of freedom. Uh, one of the things when they first brought me in that they said was that we don't want it to be entirely a tournament story. Like you can start with the tournament, I wonder why. but then it has to go out and be, you know, other things as well. I don't know. Um I know that the GI Joe Street Fighter crossover was entirely a tournament story, so maybe I just want to do something different. Um okay. on this one. I, 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 I didn't ask. Um and then in terms of the characters, yeah, they did give me the um the the five turtles of course the five turtles and the four Street Fighters. And that's because um they were releasing a line of action figures that paired them up. Um so the oh, fights, yeah, yeah. So the fights in the tournament were based on the pairings in that toy line. Um, so so yeah, they told me this person's gonna fight this person's thing on who was being sold together. Uh, other than that, though, yeah, they they pretty much were like pitch what you want to pitch, and you know, kind of just let you let you cut loose and uh, and and go from there. And yeah, in terms of stuff, I wanted, I mean, I definitely wanted to see them them fighting each other. Um, I just wanted, to, I really just wanted to have fun with the banter. So I think I. I did. I think that was a lot of it. It's just, um, and then once I get into it, like when we developed the idea of, the, of the dealing with psycho power and all of that, then I, you know, started thinking of who would be the best people for that. And there's a, you know, um, <laughs> I didn't think from the beginning I needed this, but once I thought of it, I was like, yes, that needs to happen. Is the other uh, cameo of uh, giving Pigeon Pete psycho power. I was, I was very, very <laughs> happy with that and proud of that. So um, I was very happy to have him. Yeah, pop up. That was yeah, great. yeah, yeah. But no, nothing in particular. I just wanted to have. I just wanted to have fun with it. But really, literally, like I, I, I try intentionally tried with this one to just like not overthink it, like I tend to do, and just really make it fun and 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 just have it be like a wild ride from start to finish. I really didn't want to like let the, my foot off the gas at any point in the in the book for very long. I mean, you established that on page one of the first. Yes. Um, <laughs> like. <laughs> I, and I, I I like when our writers do that. You trust the audience and be like, all right, you're going to catch up. Like, it's not like the, the very first shot, I don't want to ruin anything, is just uh, uh, Guile being punched by a turtle, if I remember yeah, correctly. And I, which I loved. I was like, okay, there isn't, and sometimes it's like, I don't know, like there wasn't the, oh, well, they go into the Street Fighter universe because of a rip in the no, space time. Or I, whatever. I didn't want to do that, yeah. Was that like was that something that was mandated, or you're just like, yeah, we don't need it? Um, that was early on in the discussions. I was like, I don't want to do. It. I I don't think we need that. And, and they were sure. like, yes, that, that's cool. So they yeah they um they were they were cool with that. Yeah, but I, I just didn't want to take the time for it honestly. And like, who who cares? 
Honestly, I, I mean, mean that's, that's really like it's so funny. Like I, I remember having that sort of mental somersaults or whatever of like of that when uh what was it that Batman Turtle I don't know if you ever saw that there's a Batman Turtle crossover movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just like the turtles exist in this world and I was like, oh oh all right well we kind of just get to it a lot faster which is right, fine. Right. Like it, it's not like like all the the sort of somersaults that we have to do especially I think like like the turtles in the Street Fighter series aren't necessarily like in continuity idw between this issue and that issue right 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 so like i guess there was less concern about those kinds of things like it's just like these are the turtles and you know who they are and you know who these street fighter guys are let's just yep. have fun with them let's, let's knock them together in a weird way it's kind of a, a, a parallel to the uh, turtles in time uh, issue that i did with sophie um where we're also like i i, I didn't want to like muck around with how they got into prehistoric times i just wanted to like drop them in and we'll you know backtrack and fill you in on that later yeah. um and, and i guess i repeat myself a bit because the first page of that um of that issue is wrath um punching a dinosaur in the face and the first page of this is wrath punching i, I find if all so, comics begin that yes, way is raphael yes. punching somebody that's fine absolutely <laughs> and, and I, ha- I have the original art for that page hanging above my desk i'm, I'm looking at it as i as i say this so yeah yeah, yeah absolutely the uh, I've forgotten about the toy line. That makes sense that they would want the same tournaments. Like, and there's certain ones that like Raph versus Guile makes a lot of sense. Leo versus yeah. Ryu. Right? I don't. Is it Ryu or Ryu? I always said Ryu, but then somebody corrected me once. Yeah, I I also always said Ryu. Then I heard one someone say Ryu recently on a podcast. I was like, oh, oops. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm too old to change it now. Yeah, Forget it. <laughs> and uh, I I liked what you did with Mikey and and Chun Li too, which was oh, super thank you. fun. So, yeah, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. That was something that I guess I had from the beginning that I wanted to um, get in there. So, yeah, I couple people on Twitter who were like, you know, a turtle and a human, disgusting. I'm like, are you not familiar with the franchise? Like, Mikey, like, crushes, uh, on, Mikey crushes on humans a lot. This is, this is well established. <laughs> I'm not reinventing the wheel here. No. <laughs> And he the, um, but I did enjoy having him kind of break through Chun Li's defenses a little bit, like you know, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's not a complete failure. <laughs> Were you uh, both a, a Street Fighter guy and a, um, a, a Turtle person? Like, were you like into both these franchises on your own? Because I I know Street Fighter, I, I played it a bunch as a kid. I probably have one or two of the games, so I don't know it super well. So I'm curious. I was kind of in the same boat going into this that I, I, I was a huge Turtles person all my life. Um, and Street Fighter, yeah, like I, I played it a ton as a kid, but I was never into like all the multimedia tie-ins, you know, it was just something that I played at the arcade because I'm very old um, and like at, at, at friends' houses. Um, so yeah, yeah. But then obviously when I got this gig, I did a very deep dive and sure. uh, looked at a lot of the, a lot of the media and, um, got an idea of what I wanted to do with those characters, where I wanted to go with it. Was uh was there other characters, like there's a lot of like is there um there's a lot of other Street Fighter characters that are like the mains like Blanca mm-hmm. and that forearm what the what's the forearm guy's name? I forget his know. name. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, there's a lot of like were those characters ever a part of this or 
Like uh, it was just like we need to use the one from the toys and not other ones. Right. No. I mean, I think I think I probably could have if I, if I'd wanted to, but like sure. honestly, like it's a it's a, a five issue mini, and they were yeah. already handing me like nine people plus you know it's a lot of characters um, to service. Yeah, plus a couple of villains. Uh, and they, 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 they did they did want me to bring Strader into it like halfway through, so I'm like, all right, that's that's twelve people already. So I'm, I'm cool. There was some talk early on about having, uh, like, not serious talk, but like, um, my editor at one point mentioned uh, having um, Casey and April on it. I'm like, can we please not? So, <laughs> so yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely um, did not want to have more characters just, just because I wanted to be able to service um, the ones we had uh, as much as possible. There was, I realized, I didn't even realize that I cut it out, but um, there was a line about Blanca that I really liked that ended up getting cut. For space and like the last edit, I was making like the last round uh, of edits based on editorial notes. Um, but um, since we never see Jenica fight in the tournament, oh and sure, she was she was gonna make references. I was like, we never got to my fight. I really wanted wanted to find out what a Blanca is. Um, and then um, uh, Guile was gonna be like, ah, you know, just a just another green skinned mutant. A lot of those running around these days. So <laughs> <laughs> was that joke but, cut? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that joke got cut for space at the, like at the last round because I just I needed to get some other things in and it just just didn't have room for it. Yeah, I'm just realizing, and I'm sure that the anybody listening who's a Street Fighter fan will be very mad at me. I was thinking of a character from Mortal Kombat. Okay, Goro. Gotcha. I feel I feel so, better because because I, I was like I should know this. I don't. I don't no, no, no. I that's that totally on me. I that was it's Goro from Mortal Kombat. I'm a, I I I really know turtles very well, and other right. things, and maybe the Muppets. I know the Muppets really well. You won't oh, give me some yeah. Muppet trivia. I got it. But All right. Street Fighter, I make it a little lost in Street Fighter lore, to be honest with you. So, yeah. <laughs> but again, I dug the series, and it felt well, thank you. fun and and like satisfying, and it was it was really a lot of fun. I I, I enjoyed it a lot. That's great. Sorry, go ahead please uh, i was worried about the reception to it just because like it, it is like you know um, <laughs> i would say more fun than what i usually do <laughs> you know here about other turtle stuff I, I tend to like go a little bit like more pathos driven and more emotional a lot of my turtle stuff um whereas this one like i said i really did want to make like a summer blockbuster feel so i was i was worried about how that would come out but yeah people seem to really dig it so i think uh, i think we did well which is also largely up to the extraordinary um work by um ariel Miguel, and, and sarah meyer yeah we just did oh Great work! Amazing, amazing job on this. It yeah. looks really good too, and it, yeah, it, yeah. it does feel like that. It feels, and this it feels like light and like fun, and it feels like you know just let's just smash these characters together and see what comes out, and that's right. That's, exactly, and, and it, it was done in a satisfying way, which I like. Yeah. And then I mean, you, uh, and that's the thing is, as soon as Shredder showed up, I was like, he's got to fight, fight. Yep. Like that's yes, yeah, absolutely it's gonna happen. So. Absolutely, yeah. And it yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not used to writing things that are fun, so it was, it was a new experience for me. Um, that was a joke, but not not, not really. <laughs> that was kind of a joke. <laughs> was there other things that like? Uh, was there other highlights from that from the five issues that really stand out to you? I love this moment or this episode issue. I did like the um, yeah the Shredder Bison fight, um, the headbutt panel. I really loved. I really, I really tried to like go go as vicious as they would as they would let me. Not just in that fight scene, but all the fight scenes in general. I tried to like really push the um, push the level of violence as hard as I could. Um, and thankfully, they they were she seemed pretty okay with that. Um, I mean, Psycho Wrath. I loved, loved, loved writing Psycho Wrath. Um, I could have just written five issues about that. 
So that was a lot of fun. Uh, the the Atlantic City setting, I think, you know, gave it kind of a different flavor. I wanted to get the turtles away from the city and into a different kind yeah. of place. Um, and, and so I think that worked pretty well. We discussed Las Vegas, but I think managers were like, that's a little too far away from them. <laughs> we got to keep, yeah. keep them pretty close to home. So I was like, Atlantic City? They're like, yes, okay, that works. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but that, and then I mean, I don't want to give away the whole thing. People were like waiting for the trade, but like the the last image, like the last page, was also something I had in mind from the very beginning. So um, I really like the way we we wrapped that up with um oh, nice. Raff and, with Raff and Guile and uh, putting a little button on their story. This is really uh, a, um, a a a five issue platonic romance between Raff and Guile. I think is <laughs> <laughs> what the series is. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. it's uh-huh. nice. It, it makes sense. They would connect. Um, yeah. The uh. I, I felt like, and I could be me just reading into it because I don't have the reference points on Street Fighter as much. No problem. I, the, when Raph becomes Psycho Raph, uh-huh. was the color scheme a, a nod to Tournament Fighters, Turtles? Do you was know? A nod to what? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. The, they're oh, fighting. No, no. Okay. Um, I feel like that it, was the alternate color for somebody, but maybe I'm. Oh, that's again. interesting. It was actually a purple carrot. Um, was what I had in mind. I said, I said Sarah, the colorist. Mm. Um, photo. I sent her purple carrots for photo reference. Um, I, was, I was like, here's the color I'm imagining for Psycho Raph, and she like nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I just know that like the, the Psycho powers often change people's appearances. I was like, what are some interesting ways we can? Oh, cool. We can do that. Having him bulk up was one of them, and having his, his skin color change. Like, just, just things like I show you, like, oh, this is not, this is not, you know, the Raph that we know anymore. This is a fundamentally different creature um, with different powers and all of that. When you would play Street Fighter, were you more of a button masher or did you know what buttons you were pushing? Oh, I was definitely a like, button masher. Not just Street Fighter, every fighting game. Same. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I was just a button masher. Yeah, I, Same. I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I always like, like looked in kind of like something like awe at the people who actually seemed to like be able to to you know, know all the moves and be able to like anticipate what you're doing, all that. I'm, I'm just like smash, 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 smash. Yeah, so, same. Yeah, yeah. Really, video games in general, not just not just on, not as bad, but yeah, yeah. I know, like, like sports games, it was like a like a like a basketball game. I never like like knew like how to pass. I'd always just like try my best and to get my butt kicked. Yeah, I I felt like I would like so many times. I'd be like, oh, how did I just do that? And then continuously right. try to do the thing I just did. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So uh I'd love to dig into some of your other uh turtles work. Let me did you grow up in Turtles? Were you um were you a fan growing up at all or I was, yeah. Um I I I started watching the the cartoon uh right when it came out and watched it uh all the way through. Um loved the the first movie when it came out. I had the um Coming out of our shells <laughs> album oh, on, nice. um, on cassette. I've got that somewhere. Where do I have that? I have really that here. Hold pretty on. much. I pretty much wore out that cassette in my in my Walkman, which is a very very old fashioned thing to say. <laughs> oh, there it is. Hold on. Yeah, I've still got mine. Well, actually, no, I don't have mine. I have one that I bought hey. like a couple of years ago because I couldn't find mine. 
but God, just seeing that cover brings me back. Wow. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what I based my podcast logo on. I, I love that image of Michelangelo smashing through that shell. I'm, I'm so yeah. fond of it. So. Yeah, absolutely. So you were so, like, yeah. so you liked all that turtle stuff growing up. Yeah, that's great. Huge fan. Yeah. If I told my childhood self that I'd be writing turtles comics someday, like their head would have exploded. So <laughs> yeah. Were there yeah. certain favorite uh, toys that you had or, or like characters you connected to? I didn't really have turtles toys. Okay. Um, I was just all about the, the, um, the cartoon, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think one of the things I really loved about it was just the, um, the variety of, um, of characters. And it was one of the first things I saw that I really, um, it just had such a wide and varied cast and, and they all had their own individual backstories and ideas. Like obviously like, the reason for that was so they could sell toys, but I didn't sure. know that as a, I didn't know that as a kid. So in my brain as a kid, it was, it was just an like, extraordinary, expansive, world building that i was really so into um favorite characters i mean i think yeah ace duck was a big one ace <laughs> duck loved, is great yeah i yeah. loved ace duck so much as a kid and they yeah, gave us nothing um, to latch on to no no nothing. they didn't no <laughs> um yeah i was i was so jealous when a buddy of mine uh, got to introduce ace duck ace duck in the in the IDW universe. Yes. Uh, yeah. Ryan Ferrier, when he, when he did that, I was like, Oh, I wanted to do that at some point. Shoot. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I mean, yes. Yeah. I was a big Ace Duck fan, big fan of all the other characters. Of course, Mikey was my favorite as a kid. I think most kids know Mikey's their favorite. Um, and it's just, it's just so wonderful to see how long it's endured. Like I did a talk um, last week at a library here in Indiana and I was going, the reason I was there is because I have a creator-owned book called Hollow Heart that I did for Vault Comics with Paul Tucker that won the Indiana Author Award um, last year. Oh, nice. And so because of that, yeah, the Indiana Humanities Program has had me go to different schools and libraries and give talks about writing comics. Um, so even though I was there for this, like, you know, adult sci-fi creator-owned book, um, the first people to show up to the talk were these three... Um, Kids probably about like 13 years old or so who were there just because they're huge turtles fans. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah. And one, one of them was like, like I'm, I'm so starstruck right now. <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> oh, but yeah, they were they were just so pumped up to meet someone um, who who wrote for for the Ninja Turtles. Um, and you know, most of their questions were like, you know, who's your favorite turtle? And they'll like, oh, nice answer that. And they're like, who's your favorite turtle villain? I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> this is what we're doing. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, that was uh that was a lot of fun to you know I I love talking to the younger turtles fans and being like yeah this is this is still going strong after forty years it's fantastic like not just still going strong for the people who you know liked it when they were kids like a lot of other things do but still going strong for generation after generation after generation oh yeah 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 I mean the new movie everything like it's still got oh yeah absolutely great new stuff coming out um yeah. the uh what was the first thing you got to officially write for turtles. It was the Fugitoid one shot. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I pitched a couple things before that, but that was the first thing that got picked up. Um, so yeah, it was the issue that introduced us to Fugitoid and um, uh, revealed that Professor Honeycutt was was Fugitoid in disguise. It was uh, a lot of fun. It was my first, um, not just my first Turtles thing, but my first uh, comics work for hire book that came out. Not the oh, first wow. thing. Not the first thing I was hired for because I was hired for a GI Joe thing before that. 
then the G.I. Joe thing uh, got shelved for like three years. Oh, wow. So, uh, so after I wrote that, I got hired to write this Ninja Turtles thing and, and it came out like, you know, on schedule. So it was my first, it was my first book in comic shops that I didn't self-publish myself, basically. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, so Ninja Turtles has been a part of my career from the very beginning. And honestly, like I would not be in nearly the same place career-wise if it wasn't for all the opportunities I was given on the, on the Turtles franchise. Any highlights from that, that Fugitoid book? Anything comes to mind at all, or yeah, I mean, honestly, like I, I think it's, I feel like I made some mistakes in it. Um, so well, it's like that's yeah. always the stuff that stands out. I know how yeah, you feel, but yeah, yeah, I know, I feel, yeah, sure. I, I, I do think it's good. I, I like it, but yeah, there are definitely things I did in it that I wouldn't do now. But of course, like it was, it was like ten years ago. It'd be weird if that wasn't the case. You sure. Know? Yeah, yeah. I, I think eleven, eleven years ago. Now, yeah, it's, it's so it's, it's, it's been a while. Um, but yeah, I also like it was a 22 page book and I had like three splash pages in it. And I, I'm like, Paul, that's too many splash pages. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that's not something I would do now. <laughs> like, I, I think I, I think I like had a little trouble like um, rounding out the plot. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, oh, another splash page. Sure, let's do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, there's something, yeah, there's something else I did in it that I don't like, but I still hope at some point to have the opportunity to correct it, so I don't want to say what that is. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because um, it might give away, you know, something I, I would, I hope that IDW will let me do at some point. I was just, I discussed it with them a couple of years ago, Bell's like, you know, two editors ago, so, yeah. Sure. Yeah. If I recall correctly, the I'll, first page I'll, of that I'll... was Raphael punching Fugitoid, if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The turtles were in one panel in that book. Um, it was kind of funny because, like, I, I didn't actually write the turtles proper for for a bit. Hmm. Um, I did Fugitoid, and I wasn't gonna have the turtles in it at all. Um, but uh, I think that Nickelodeon was like, we gotta have the turtles in it somewhere, so I had them in like one flashback panel, and it was That's literally cool. like it wasn't even like new content, it was like a flashback to um, something a scene from one of the main series issues. Um, hmm. it's like the, di- the dialogue in it was like already written, all that. Uh, by Tom Waltz. And then the second Turtles thing I did was the Shredder one-shot, which, again, I think, I can't remember where they were, but the, I know they, they wanted the Turtles to be in that, so the Turtles were in, like, one um, one like one like bit of that somewhere, but it was mainly very much focused on Shredder going to hell and, and coming back from hell and all of that. Um, and then my first miniseries was Utram Empire, uh, which did have the turtles in it, so I was dramatically written them, but it was like split between a story about Krang's rise to power and flashbacks, and then a modern day story about the turtles. Um, and originally it was going to be much more focused on Krang, but then again, they were like, we'd like this to be split half and half between the two, so which was interesting because, like, there's a little peek in the background, I pitched that as a four issue mini about Krang and his rise to power, and then they were like, okay, two things. We want to have it be half about a split between the, the Krang timeline and some a story about the turtles. And then number two, uh, we're cutting it from four issues to three issues. So I was like, oh, <laughs> wow. So I had to do some serious editing and juggling. And so if you read that book, like, that book is dense. Like a lot happens in it. That's, those are great stories. That's though. The I really like those. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So yeah. Um, and then, you know, after that, I, I wrote some things about the turtles, the turtles proper. But even then, like when I did like the Mutanimals um, series, mm. that was, the, the turtles are not in that at all. Like four issues, zero turtles. Um, so yeah, I've done a lot of turtle stuff with, that's very turtles-like or turtles-absent, basically. But I've also had, you know, great, great opportunities to write them. Like in the 
lot of the uh, team into universe stuff or with the first arc in that and then a couple of really fantastic stories after that the story did with um tyler boss about them in an evacuation center um that was basically like a straightforward comedy issue um and then the story i did with uh, mark torres um about donatello brokering peace between the triceratons and the neutrons i'm really proud of that of that like yeah that was great that was like such a great moment for donatello in that series and it's been it's been referenced back to a lot Hmm. um in the in the ongoing run um like it was just recently when they brought the the one of the triceratons into the i'm forgetting her name but anyway uh but yeah that's that that is a very memorable moment for donatello which i really enjoyed thank you appreciate it Oh, and the, Turtles in Time, of course, that was a really fun one as well. Sure. So, yeah, I did the pre- prehistoric issue of that, where that was where also Sophie and I co-created Pepperoni, which I'm incredibly proud of, um, and then the uh, the future issue as well. Oh, nice. I was telling yeah, Sophie, yeah. I interviewed Sophie recently, and, uh, all right, hold on, sorry. I was telling Sophie recently, so I suck at customs. I don't do that. I don't have the skill set. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm a writer. I'm not. I can't do that. But I did paint. Oh my gosh, a pepperoni, and I was like, I because I, I love, I love, love, love that character so much. Oh, so, thank you so much. I really appreciate yeah, that. that. I, I just think it's such a great little addition to the turtle lore. Yeah. I love that Raphael bonds there. It just, I anyway. I'm a big yeah. pepperoni fan. Again, I don't do customs, but I was like, I was, I so I found a Jurassic Park Triceratops. Yes. His yeah. horns, which is unfortunate, but pretty good, I think. It, it, it was so much fun coming up with her personality and her developing her relationship with Raph, and and mm-hmm. then you know Sophie uh, naming her, coming up with the design. Like this is such a wonderful, wonderful collaboration. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of it. Is it really, um, I, I, I feel like I've cre- I've co-created several characters, but like I feel like Pepperoni is like going to be one of the more enduring legacies <laughs> to, to the Turtles lore. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's a pretty good legacy they have. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm very proud also of those OD and Sound Pride and all all those. I'm hoping that you know a lot of my characters will uh, endure and uh, possibly show up in other media at some point. That would be amazing. So we'll see. Oh yeah, so let's go through those actually. So Zodi is the scorpion. Yeah. From those first X six issues of. Uh, for four issues of Universe, four, yeah, she's like a scorpion assassin. The idea with Zodi was that um, it seems like most of the villains in um, in the Turtles are like um, they have like a strong ideology. They have something they believe in, and that's cool. It's one of the things that makes the Turtles interesting, you know, um, that they have these villains that aren't just like you know, aren't just villainous. They have like things that they that they are fighting for that they believe in. Um, so I thought it'd be interesting, though, to have to contrast that a character like what they believe in is, you know, getting paid. <laughs> so, um, so Zodi was like, I wanted to have like no familial connections, no, um, no friends. Um, just she's she's just there to um, to make money, and that's all she cares about. And she just does that in the most brutal and efficient way possible. She's also like very sassy, you know what I mean? Like she um, she has fun with all the death and destruction. She makes jokes while she's doing all these horrible, hideous things. Um, yeah. The first time, the first time April meets her, she has, um, she has Leonardo's sword, and April's like, "Where'd you get that sword?" She's like, oh, "I took it off a, a turtle, and right before I rammed it through, um, rammed it through his eye." Um, and April's just horrified. 
And then the turtles like burst into the room and Zodi's like, I may have lied about that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, Zodi was a lot of a lot of fun. Co-co-created with um Damien, oh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um Damien Cofiero, C-O-U-C-I-E-R-O. Um he's been doing a lot of work for Marvel uh recently. He is just which I can understand he's just extraordinary, so good at action scenes. Oh my gosh, there's a there's a fight scene between Raphael and several of the uh, of the bad guys in an elevator shaft in that book that Damien just did such a good job on. But, yeah, Dave, but also Damien like co-created Zodi with me. This did such an amazing job with um, with Zodi's design, just making her look so so fun and so villainous. So yeah. What was the other character you said you co-created? As well? uh, Sally Pride. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. Sally Pride's great. Yes. Now the Sally mayor, or like, was the mayor. I guess because mm-hmm. I guess Meat and Town isn't there now, but anyway, great character, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Blue Cross Out Pride again. Like I, I in Meat Animals, just like with Zodi, I was trying to like think what is a, a niche that could be filled here, um, and it seemed like they needed like a daredevil, just someone who was going to just jump in and and is really efficient, but like thinks they're better at things than they are. Like when she you know talks about how she can like commandeer a train to make it go wherever they want they're like you can't do that with the train no i, I can drive anything it's, it's fine it's fine um, so but yeah it was just 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 incredibly boisterous and really just have again having having fun with it but on the on the good side of things also being very deeply emotional and caring very deeply there's a great scene with her and Lindsay. um near the end of the series where she's like bandaging up Lindsay's hands and like just talking to her about how oh, you have to like you have to trust people um and she really like you know kind of is, is laying down some truth bombs there so yeah yeah sally was great co-created her with the andy and andy kuhn who i loved working with on new drum empire and um and mute animals um yeah talented was, uh, dude andy a lot of fun. very talented dude yeah yeah it's fantastic and i i i've co-created a few other characters as well but those are the those are the big ones and those are the ones that like come back a fair a fair amount so and then i've also you- like Oh, I've t- sorry, I've taken a lot of existing characters and kind of made put my own stamp on them. Like Fugitoid is one of those, and, and um, um, Madame Noel is a pretty obvious one where I made her very, very different from her previous incarnations. Um, which is mainly me, me being like, I don't, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to write a mis- like a deeply misogynistic character. Like that's not. I feel that feels very dated to me. Like I, I, yeah. I feel like that's. And if you're, if if, you, if you're gonna do that, I don't think it should just be like a throwaway thing. I think, I think that would have, that, that should be like dealt with. You know what I mean? And, Absolutely. And and, yeah. and 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 that just wasn't something I was interested. in. I thought this might be in a more interesting direction. So you know, um, and I really like the the thing. The thing that's fun about writing her is that she says stuff that like makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Um, like yeah. I tried to give her like like speeches where she where it's like you know she's evil. But she's not wrong. Um, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. But yeah. Anyway, I can I can go on for a while talking about characters I've worked on. But yeah, it's just been such a such a wild ride this whole last decade. It's like so the, all the amazing artists and colorful letters and editors that I've worked with. It's just been, I feel like really one of the absolute highlights of my of my creative life working on Ninja Turtles. Were you uh, surprised when Sophie had um, um, Sally Pride become the mayor of Mutant Town? Um, no, that seems about right. <laughs> oh, nice. that's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, no I, I'm never surprised at my, at my characters uh, succeeding. <laughs> that's a great bunch of characters. And that Mutanimals book, I mean, I love this take on the Mutanimals. I think Hob 
um, is like one of the most interesting characters in turtle history ever. Yeah. And I think like he was like really great stuff in that whole me Tannibal's book. That run is great. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I really, it was, I mean, I just, I just can't believe they let me make a Ninja Turtles book. That's basically about, you know, about the line between terrorism and freedom fighting and, and about like how we deal with, with combat trauma, you know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I basically tried to make every character like re- reflect that in a different way. Every character has like a different view of, of that, that, where that line is and how far we're willing to go. And every character has like a different way of dealing with their trauma uh, from, uh, Oh, Seymour guts. I mean, yeah. Um, again, an existing character, but one that I brought into this, this continuity and that I just loved. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Creating this continuity iteration. I, 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 I love that character so much. Um, Same. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm yeah, still curious um, what's going on with, him and Mondo out there somewhere. <laughs> right. I want right. to know what's going on. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and like the scene with um, just, just so many scenes that were, were like, it's an entertaining scene, but it's also showing how they respond to trauma differently. Um, mm. And the difference, like, like when Pigeon Pete is, um, is installing nightlights for everyone. Um, so they don't have nightmares. Like that's Pigeon Pete, like trying to help other people out with their, with their trauma. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, and Mutagen Man's like, what are your, what kind of nightmares do you have? He's like, oh, you know, um, rice, (laughs) mostly rice. Um, (laughs) and and, and Man like looks at, looks at himself with all these, you know, this horrific stuff that happened. He's like, oh, my nightmares are different. (laughs) You know? But yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I love, I, I really love that book. Um, yeah, yeah. You also Sorry. did a few issues I, of the uh, animated adventures, right? You did. I did, yeah, yeah. Um, what was it like to delve into that universe? It was interesting. I don't feel like I did as well as I would have liked, honestly. Hmm. Like, I think that, um, and all things like, like I couldn't do that kind of stuff. I think, I think that I, I just like wasn't quite on, on the same wavelength as much as I, I would have liked to be, but maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm selling myself short because I, I, I tend to be very, very critical of my own work. And like, I have a bar that I want to hit. And if I don't hit it, then I'm like, ah, um, and, and I never hit it. <laughs> I mean, but sometimes I get closer to it than, than other times. But yeah, no, no, it, it was, it was fun. Definitely. Like I, I definitely had to like learn the tone and learn like what was and wasn't allowed. It was very, very different rules. Um, sure. but yeah, overall, it was, it was really enjoyable. Were you a fan also, of that like, series? I was. Yeah, I really liked that series a lot. Um, I did too. So, so that made it a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, yeah. The, I think also like the line between like so that series is pretty wacky. Like how how wacky I could I could be was something I had to kind of work on and learn. So yeah. Mm. I mean, now you've written I would like uh, uh, three or four different like universes of the turtles i guess the question i have for you is like how do you adjust like do you get one like like you know there's differences between 2012's Raphael and idw's Raphael. like do you find like that's a hard thing to do is to separate this raft from that raft things like that it can be i mean i've only just done, done the two main ones i did a few anim- animated adventure and then i did the um um the IDW continuity. But within that, I've done like the 2020 issue where they're like, you know, it's 20 years in the future and Turtles in Time, they be like old, um, oh, old, yeah. Don, old Donatello. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think so it can be, but but it, I'm not really because it's like I work on a lot of different properties in general. So it's it's not any more difficult than this than going from you know the turtles to the Power Rangers to Marvel and having to readjust to those characters. Um, everything gets a little easier because you have to like bear in mind the differences in the different franchises, but they're still the same characters at heart. You know, I mean, there's a there's a core to each of these characters that you can like. You can change some things in the different continuities, but that, that that the core of who they are is still there. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, what did I want to ask you? You know, I think I think that about covers it. Awesome. Uh, is there anything this uh you can tease about the upcoming uh the upcoming work you're doing for IDW? Nope. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's have... totally fine. I have one more small turtles thing coming down the pike, but I can't really talk about that. Other than that, um, yeah, I don't really have anything big coming up. But I'm I'm always here whenever they uh, tap me on the shoulder and say, "Hey, come back into the into the ring, send me out to the, the field." I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to make a sports better, but I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mentioned Mikey earlier, but uh, is uh, uh, is he still your favorite turtle? Because my last question is always, "Who's your favorite turtle and why?" Uh, no, he's been surpassed by Raph. <laughs> really? Okay, how come? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think when I was a kid, I was a little more lucky and now I'm more angry. No, um, not sure. like that. But um, um, yeah, no, no, I, I, I just, I, I, I can relate to, to not Raph's anger necessarily, but his struggle with, I think that Raph really um, wants so badly to protect the people that he loves. Um, I think that's that's and it doesn't always seem that way because he does have such a tough exterior, but at his core, I think he just feels so much. He just takes everything so personally and, and, and feels such deep emotions about everything. And I think that I tend to struggle with that as well. Mm. Um, so so yeah, that's at least that's how I how I see Raph. So like that's why like at the end of the um, the universe arc, one of my favorite um, endings that I feel like. Those interviews of me saying, like, you know, here's another thing I did that was great. <laughs> um, no, but, no, no, uh, please. That's why we're here. At the end of the universe arc, um, it ends with them all coming back from this horrible experience. They've all just gone through back to the lair and they all just like collapse on like couches and chairs and fall asleep instantly. Um, and the final image is Wrath uh, walking around and covering each of them up with blankets and like putting pillows behind their head, basically tucking in his brothers. And then he goes into the next room. And starts training for the next battle while they're sleeping. And that's mm. that, that, that's who Rath is. No, I love that. That's great. Uh, I'm all set here. Thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Thank you. It was awesome.